Hello, everyone. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, riding in your car, in your various places of business, wherever you're listening to this podcast, I welcome you to Wisdom with Charlie Perkins. I want you to know that if you believe in yourself and what you're capable of, it'll be stronger than any doubt that others have of you. So recognize your power. Use it to better your community and continue to fight for change. So today, I want to share a lesson I learned from an eight-year-old. As a kid growing up on the south side of Chicago, my dream was to become a professional baseball player. That's all I wanted to do, play baseball. Growing up, Willie Mays and Hank Aaron were my baseball idols. There was an alley behind our home, and I would go out there with a broomstick. I would reach down and pick up little tiny rocks, toss them up in the air, swing with this broomstick, and I was able to hit a rock seemed like a block away. It seemed like I could slam it easily. There was a junkyard about a half a block away, and so many times I can hear a thump, and I say, uh-oh, I just hit something again. Where I grew up, there were no organized Little League baseball teams. The closest we came to that was many of us kids would get together in the playground and among rocks and broken glass and using anything, paper, anything we can find as basis, you know, we, we created our own baseball field per se. That's the way we played baseball in my neighborhood. I could play baseball morning, noon, or night. It didn't matter to me. I loved baseball. So when my son was seven years old, I signed him up to play baseball in our neighborhood. We lived out in Glenwood, Illinois at that time. The league was looking for managers and coaches. So quite naturally for me, I signed up to be one of the managers. My manager at Harris Bank was very supportive Anytime we had a practice scheduled, I was allowed to take part of the afternoon off and get to the neighborhood and get the field ready for my team to practice. He was also instrumental in designing plays for our practices, helping me with some of the signs that we used during the games, and all around supportive. Just a great support system. So the big day comes. It's my first game as manager. My family's there, my sisters, my brothers, my mom, my dad, friends from the church. I mean, it's a big day for Charlie. Whenever my son came up to bat, there was this huge cheering section. Come on, Courtney, hit the ball. You can do it, Courtney. Come on, let's go. Just huge. So Courtney gets up to bat the first time, he strikes out. And then he comes up. The second time, again, applause, cheers, encouragement. Come on, Courtney. He strikes out a second time. The third time, Courtney comes up, and he's standing there. He kind of puts his head down, and he's in the batter's box, and all the cheers, you know, everybody's cheering for Courtney. He's there, and he's getting ready to swing, and I just know he's going to hit the ball. But he strikes out for the third time. Now I go ballistic. Courtney, what are you doing? You're striking out again? What's wrong with you? That's not the way we practice. You know better than that. 
You could play better than that. What are you doing? Now, mind you, this isn't a private conversation. This isn't in the dugout. This is out in the open as he's walking away from the batter's box and home plate. And with tears coming down this kid's face, he looks at me and says, Dad, I'm doing the best I can. I was so embarrassed for myself. I could have crawled in a hole and pulled the dirt on top of me. I felt really bad about embarrassing myself and my son in front of all those people. That never happened again. I realized I was living my personal baseball dream through my son. Not only was that unfair to him, but I had no right to put that kind of pressure on that kid. That really was a life-changing moment for me. Without any pressure from his dad, (laughs) Courtney went on to have an amazing Little League Baseball career. I managed his team for 10 years until he went to high school. And over those years, Courtney received so many accolades, so many trophies, uh, voted to the all-star team each year, recognized as one of the top players among his peers and among the other managers and coaches. I'll admit, our teams were really good. We, we were really good back then. One of my proudest moments was when the parent of one of my players wrote the chairman of Harris Bank complimenting me on my managerial style, the camaraderie I was creating with the kids, the rapport that was created, and how much fun these kids were having. I remember Ken West, chairman of Harris Bank at that time, called me into his office, and I thought I was in trouble. But when I walked in, he began reading this letter. Ken told me how proud he was of me and encouraged me to continue my work with the kids and and Little League Baseball and complimented me on the work that I was doing in the community. Courtney didn't know it then, but he taught his dad an amazing lesson. The lesson I learned from an eight-year-old. So why not celebrate and practice kindness intentionally in our homes, our workplace, or our schools routinely? As the Greek philosopher Aristotle supposedly said, educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. So I hope this podcast was helpful to you. And again, download and subscribe at Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, or your preferred podcast app. So thank you for listening. And as always, keep podcasting.